When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Wednesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Want to encourage all of you to go sign up for the podcast. We love all of you listening in all 50 states on 450 plus affiliate stations. We also want you to be able to hear every single minute of the show. If you happen to miss during the course of a day, you can find hour one, hour two, and hour three of the show. It's available. You can go give us five stars. You search out my name, Clay Travis. You search out Buck Sexton. We bring in now Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. And Senator, as we get ready here, I want to give a shout out first. A couple of weeks ago, I met your husband. And he said he had been a longtime Rush listener, that he loved listening to Rush, and that he is enjoying listening to Buck and I as well. So I'm assuming that he is probably listening. Your husband, Charles, uh, he is a uh, stalwart patriot, obviously good dad, I'm imagining, and good grandfather as well. So I know you're the senator, but I wanted to give him a shout out uh, because I know he's listening as well. Well, Clay, you are going to make his day. Yes, he uh, enjoys listening, and uh, every night uh, when we talk, and of course I'm in D.C. and he's home in Tennessee, and so many times uh, Chuck will say, let me tell you what Clay was talking about today or something that's happened on OutKick. So, you know, he he's a good one. He's a keeper. Well, we appreciate that. All right, let's dive into some of the chaos that's going on right now. It's a wild week on Capitol Hill, and I know there's a lot of wild weeks, but this one is really up there with the budget mess going on right now. Uh, what's going to happen in the Senate with reconciliation in your mind? What do you think Kristen Cinema, Kirsten Cinema out of Arizona and Joe Manchin from West Virginia are going to do 
based on what you're hearing, what's going to happen with the budget side of the equation in the Senate? Well, um, what we think will happen this week is that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer will offer a continuing resolution. This will take us through December 3rd. And that way there's not a government shutdown. You know, Pelosi really did not want a government shutdown to happen on her watch. Then they will go back to dealing with a $3.5 trillion budget, which really is closer to $5.5 trillion. But they do not get support from Cinema Mansion. Um, they've got some issues with Hassan, with Tester. You've got some of the moderates in the House, Democrats that won purple districts or districts that were slightly red, and those people are upside down in their polling. So uh, they're not wanting to back this $3.5 trillion spending bill. And I think what they will do is take the number down so that they can just get some of these programs on the books because they feel like if they can lower the age for Medicare, put in place the early childhood uh, education programs, uh, expand Medicaid, uh, put in place some of these programs like tree equity. Uh, some of the <laughs> I told you about that one. Yes, Buck told me uh, about that one. Yeah, that, you know, we won't be able to get them off the books. So that's going to be what Pelosi has to say. Now, the third bucket is the debt ceiling. And the Democrats are on that one on their own. We wouldn't be having this discussion had they not run up so much spending right off the bat had they not, uh, the bipartisan bills that passed under President Trump could have been done for much less. The Republican number was always less. And who ran it up in order to get bipartisanship? It was Pelosi that added hundreds of billions of dollars. So, you know, that's their issue. They're going to have to solve it. Senator Blackburn, it's Buck. I, I want to ask you about the the border. I actually have uh, some contacts who have been down there recently and and well south of the border as well, who have sent me information about the latest uh, on the continuing caravans now of of largely uh, Haitian origin migrants making their way to the U.S. Mexico border. Uh, is there is there anything that you think could get this administration at this point to take action that would actually secure the border, given what we're seeing, or are they just so? allergic in a sense to imp uh, imposing implementing some of the trump era policies that worked that they'd prefer to have a border that's effectively a sieve and de facto open than deal with the fact that the american people are currently seeing it's easy to get into the country now if you come across the border well you're right about that and they they're expecting people to not really pay attention to this I think Obama kind of kicked them pretty good yesterday when in his remarks he said you can't sustain an open border like this. I mean, we're a sovereign nation. And when you have these waves of people coming in, 10, 15, 30,000, and we've already had upwards of 1.5 million people cross that border this year, this is a real problem. It's an, also a problem for a lot of these communities where they're finding out that illegal immigrants 
are not are coming into their communities. They don't have COVID vaccinations. They um, have no idea individuals are coming. They need additional educational benefits, uh, social service benefits, health benefits, and of course that cost gets transferred to your local government. And some of our local mayors, we're actually book working on legislation that would require more transparency with these communities because they just find out, you know, you have children showing up for school and all of a sudden the school system's got to go get a portable classroom because they're out of space. I mean, it's things, problems of that nature. But uh, the border, people are very concerned about it. Women are concerned about it. A lot of security moms out there, and whether it's crime in the streets, an open southern border, the debacle in Afghanistan. We are hearing a lot about, oh, so much from women about the issues of security. Senator Blackburn of Tennessee talking with us now, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I know you have been aggressively questioning General Milley, General McKenzie, and Defense Secretary Austin about what happened in Afghanistan. What, in your mind, have you learned from what they have said in response to those questions, and what should those three men do uh, as a result of the debacle in Afghanistan, in your mind? Yes. Well, first, I think it's important to note, and I add General Miller, who was with us in a classified setting a couple of weeks ago. What we know is that the president was advised that you could not draw down the troops, and exit the military force before you got all of the American people out. So he received that information, but then he did not take an action on that information. We, uh, and quite frankly, I think that he, uh, hate to say it, but Clay, he didn't tell the truth when he was talking to George Stephanopoulos. Yes. Because now all of those, the three generals and the secretary, have said the president was told it was unwise. Uh, Even General McKenzie said you need 4,000 troops, not 2,500. And we know that it was the president who made the decision to give up the Bagram airfield, to let the embassy go, and just to focus on HKIA. We know it was the president or his team that decided that they were not going to uh, defend Kabul, that they would let the Taliban go ahead and take it. And this is when they were offered to keep Kabul until they got people out. We know that um, the Department of State and the Department of Defense still, this far into it, 45 days into this, they still cannot tell us how many Americans, how many of our partners, how many of our Afghan partners are still in Afghanistan waiting to come out? Every time we turn around, they say, well, it's about 100. Well, you know, some of the groups like Task Force Pineapple and Nazarene Fund, these groups of veterans who were special ops guys who were working to get people out, uh, they have brought out a hundred here, a hundred and seventy-five there. So, for goodness' sakes, it's more than a hundred. Uh, my office alone had two thousand cases. 
So this is reprehensible that they still do not know who is left behind enemy lines. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Senator, always appreciate you coming by the Clay and Buck Show. Thanks for being with us. Good to be with you. Thank you. Tell your husband hi. I know he's a big fan, Buck. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> he's got great taste in radio. That's great sure. taste in great radio. Taste in radio. I'll tell you this, Clay. We we, uh, we uh, have to talk about LeBron James weighing in on the vaccination situation. Oh, he's, he's a foremost expert. Yes. Look at this. You know, all, all of a sudden we have to hear from LeBron James. You know, I go to one football game, by the way, and after this. I'm going to have all the sports opinions, too. I'm going to yeah, be, I mean, I'm be you, talking you, about uh, the betting odds and all the stuff. ESPN's going to be trying to hire that's, you, That's Fox, what I'm talking about. Else. You always remember buying gold for the first time. This is the gold you invest in, the gold you make a part of your savings plan and your IRA. Now, why buy gold? You've heard it before. It's the best protection you can obtain to preserve the value of your life savings from sinking when inflation takes hold. And you know it will. It's a function of math. But don't diminish the value of taking possession of gold and actually holding it in your hands. You immediately recognize how special it is, how unique it is in the world, how valuable it is to anyone anywhere because it holds value. My partners at the Oxford Gold Group have precious metals that can be delivered to your home. They make it so easy for people like you and me. I've done it. I've gotten gold from the Oxford Gold Group sent right to my door. So if you think buying gold is complicated, real gold, It's not. My friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call, though. They will explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA, it's just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. Call Oxford at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. 
HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors. So you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Thanks for rolling with us here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Clay and Buck Podcast. Let's keep the Clay and Buck Show in the top ten, folks, of all news podcasts. Uh, we've got 400-plus wonderful affiliate stations you can listen on. If you ever miss a moment, though, you can listen on the podcast, the iHeart app, a great place to get it. It's free, the iHeart app. I've got it on my phone. I use it all the time. And I, I said we we're going to talk about the LeBron James situation here because he's crossing over into the world of vaccination and politics uh conversation <laughs> uh which will be interesting but first because i've been i've been talking to clay all week about tree equity and then the uh the uh, the uh, wonderful senator marsha blackburn comes on and mentions also the tree equity we're gonna explain to you this is a real thing and it is a a line item in billions the Democrat of dollars budget in tree equity, not just even like a small like billions. billions yes, no, it's it's real like real money in considerable number that's being spent on this. Tree equity is kind of like tree socialism. Uh, it's there's not enough trees in some neighborhoods, so they're going to take government money to make sure that everybody has the same number of trees because they like trees, the climate, and it it, it provides shade. Um, this is a priority of the government, apparently. And I would just say, you know, it's actually not you could plant trees if people want trees in the neighborhood. It's a thing that they could do. You, you seems can like plant also, seems like also something that maybe local government should be focused on as opposed to the national government deciding to spend billions of dollars on trees. It just an idea really seem like a federal priority. Like if you don't have enough, you know, the federal government's not going to help you when you have a giant pothole on your street that'll, rip, right. that'll rip your axle or a tire off or whatever. But they are going to make sure that you have equal trees in different neighborhoods. Uh, this is just another another version of the micromanagement. But if you've never read a book called Seeing like a state, I would highly recommend it uh, because it goes through government programs from the top down. Uh, and one of them, one of them is in uh, uh, it's in uh, like urban pl- or uh, village planning. I think it is in Tanzania. But the one that it starts out with in the book is German forestry clay. And it's the smartest guys in Germany. I think it's the late 19th century figure out, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, the experts, the Fauci's of that time, we're going to only plant one kind of tree in rows an exact degree apart. We're not going to allow for just forestry management. And what they found out is 
over time, because they thought this would have a much better yield, it turns out that the local farmers and local forestry knew this was a terrible idea because if one pestilence comes through, it destroys wipes out everything. It wipes out everything. If you have a fire, you don't have the underbrush there necessary to sort of be a, a stopgap against the fire. That actually the natural order of things with trees was better than what they were trying to do by planting trees in perfect rows. But the federal government never learns. They always think that they can make things better. Seeing like this, it's a little academic, but it's a really interesting book. Um, and with that. We have now. I, I I don't have a smooth transition here. I was trying to stick the landing, and I just I just twisted my ankle on it. But it's all right. Hey, Carrie Strug won a gold medal at twisted ankle, that's, so maybe you can build for it here. LeBron James out there urging people to get vaccinated. Clay pointed this one out to me, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. We we should have a little chat about this one. Here he is, the most uh, I mean, right now, most famous basketball player in the world on vaccine. We're talking about individuals' bodies. You know, we're not talking about something that's, you know, political or or uh, racism or police brutality and things of that nature. We're talking about like people's bodies and well-beings, you know, so I don't feel like for me personally and I should get involved in, in, in what other people should do for their bodies and their livelihoods. It's, it would be me talking about somebody if they should, you know, take this job or not. Listen, you have to do what's best for you and your family. If they should relocate, you have to do what's best for your family. I did for me and my family. Um, I know some of my friends and what they did for their families, but as far as speaking for everybody and their individualities and things that they want to do, um, I don't feel like that's my that's not my job. I'm glad that he recognizes he's not a vaccine expert, Clay, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's not a law enforcement expert either. That's what's so funny about this is I agree with him, and I agree it's the same advice that we've been giving, which is you should listen to your doctor, make the decisions that are best for your family. We give advice to our family members. But implicitly here, what LeBron is saying is that it is important for him to speak out on politics and police issues and issues of race as if he's an expert on those things when anyone who has ever paid attention to the comments that LeBron James has made, he's making things, I think, very frequently worse. In fact, the most recent comments I've seen him make at all about uh, uh, about police, do you remember this, Buck? when the Columbus, Ohio police officer saved the life of the girl yes. that was about to be stabbed to death and shot the woman with the uh, with the knife, uh, LeBron James made the decision to post that police officer's image on his social media accounts and demand that the police officer be held accountable rather than doing what he should have done and labeling that police officer a hero for reacting in real time and saving a life. Right. So I don't think LeBron is an expert on any of these issues. In fact, I think he often makes it worse. I just wish that, you know, whether it's athletes or celebrities, the standard was if you're ignorant on a subject, just be quiet. You don't have to talk about it. We just appreciate the skill set that you have. But no, that's not how it goes. When we come back, we're going to be joined by the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, to talk about the situation on the border. But in the meantime, we want you to know you need to make a smart decision and protect your online profiles with ExpressVPN, virtual private network. As the name implies, a way to shield your online presence for cyber hackers or any big tech company 
watching what you're doing on your device or devices. It hides you in plain sight. It's vitally important. ExpressVPN's easy to use. You download the app on your phone or computer once, activate the protection with one button, and you're now getting the online privacy you need. ExpressVPN rated the number one VPN service by CNET and Tech Radar. You can sign up for it right now at expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck. That's expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck. Three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck right now to learn more. Expressvpn.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Wednesday edition of the program. We are joined now by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Governor, appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, watching Fox News in the last 15 minutes or so, they have live footage from inside of Mexico of massive caravans of illegal immigrants continuing to work their way toward the border. Uh, Governor, I mean, I think a lot of people who are listening to us right now wish you were in charge of all the border uh, between uh, Mexico and the United States and all of the illegal crossings. What's the latest you can tell us about that? And how can the state of Texas help to secure our border, even if the president is asleep at the wheel and not doing it himself? Sure. Let, let me answer both of those questions. So uh, these caravans that you're talking about, uh, this is something that we've had uh, information about for several weeks now, uh, and I had a, a meeting uh, with the National Guard General and the Director of the Texas Department of Public Safety yesterday. Uh, I was in Laredo today, and I have been working with local officials up and down the border as we prepare for what may be uh, this oncoming uh, group of caravans. The reason I say group is because we have multiple reports about different caravans coming to different regions across the border. And so what we're going to do in response to it is, as we are preparing as we speak uh, is exactly what you saw uh, at the apex moment when people were coming across the river in Del Rio. And I'm going to give you the words of the Border Patrol officers themselves, who, by the way, we work very closely with, and I find despicable you know, the attack on the Border Patrol officers uh, by the Biden administration uh, is is. You know, you have the commander-in-chief attacking his own officers who are on the front lines doing their best to safeguard our border. It's wrong for the president to attack them. That point aside, uh, those Border Patrol officers said uh, that the way in which the border was shut down in Del Rio, as you saw people walking across uh, that dam coming from Mexico uh, into the state of Texas, was the moment that Texas Department of Public Safety, as well as Texas National Guard, they put all of their uh, armed vehicles back to back to back to back and then had their officers uh, on the border side of their vehicles. And they said at that moment, that is when uh, people stopped coming across the border. My point in telling you that is, and that is, that is going to be part of a similar policy that we use with regard to these other caravans that are coming uh, toward uh, the Mexico-Texas border. We obviously need to first identify the exact location. Uh, then second, we will uh, uh, identify where we will set up these barricades. And then we have some other strategies that we will be employing. One thing that we have done in the state of Texas that's different than has ever been done before, and that is uh, historically uh, state law enforcement 
can make arrests of people who are coming across the border illegally, and those are based upon the federal immigration laws because it's it's a violation of law when you do come across the border, and we can legally make arrests of these people. But when we do so, we have to turn them over to federal officials, which when Trump was president, uh, the, the federal officials would not use catch and release. However, under the Biden presidency, they use catch and release. Because of that, what Texas has done, we, we stepped up and created our own court system in South Texas, uh, where we are arresting and processing and then jailing people who are coming across the border for criminal trespass. Because I declared a disaster in this region along the border, it immediately elevates uh, the time in jail and, and the penalties for trespass in the state of Texas, and it turns it into uh, a six-month to a year-behind-bar penalty. And so we are uh, we we uh, opened up thousands of jail cells uh, where we uh, now have more than a thousand people behind bars uh, who crossed across the border uh, illegally and trespassed on the areas in, in the state of Texas, and we arrested them for trespass. And so we are uh, using uh, those strategies and more. Uh, to, to make sure that we will be able to uh, do a better job than even what the Biden administration is doing to secure a border. Now, all of that is on top of uh, this multi-layer strategy that we have, because while we are doing all of that, we've also begun the process of building the Texas border wall. All of this was capable because of funding provided by the state legislature, where the state of Texas and Texas taxpayers themselves are coming up with three, not coming up with, they've allocated, they provided to us, they've budgeted $3 billion uh, for Texas to be able to respond uh, to this tidal wave of people coming across the border, which they would not be coming across the border in a tidal wave, uh, but for the fact that the Biden administration has implemented open border policies uh, that are dangerous to our health, dangerous to our safety. And listen, I would be neglectful if I didn't tell you something else that we're working on. And that is a month ago, uh, we filed a lawsuit in in a federal district court in Texas and and got a judgment ruling in our favor by a federal district judge compelling the Biden administration to reinstate the remaining Mexico policy. Even though a federal judge has ordered the Biden administration to do that, they have not complied with that federal court order. So last Friday, we went back to court, urging the court uh, to command and compel the Biden administration to follow the federal judge's order. So we're seeking that. And then in a separate proceeding, uh, we're seeking the reinstatement and full application of Title 42, which is the policy that Trump put in place, uh, where because of uh, the potential for people to bring COVID into the United States, uh, they need to prevent anybody from coming across the border. And so if, if, you know, if, if all Biden did was to leave in place exactly what Trump had left him, we wouldn't be having any problem whatsoever. It's because the Biden administration has abandoned uh, all of the strategies that Trump put in place that we're trying to reinstate the policies that Trump put in place that were effective at securing the border. We're speaking to Governor Abbott of Texas. And, Governor, I just want to ask you, uh, before we let you get back to gubernatorial work, what exactly does the federal government, does the Biden administration do in response to any offers you've made to give additional resources? I mean, I, I know from speaking border patrol in, say, Southern California along the U.S.-Mexico border, 
that they feel that there is a state level government hostility in California to their work. But under the Trump administration, there was obviously federal government support for it in Texas. You have state level support for a secure border that that's what you're laying out for everybody. Is there is there any cooperation that is asked for by the federal government or or is there any cooperation that is denied by them that people should know about? Well, we we need to separate terms here from the federal government, which I consider to be the Biden administration, and separate them from the Border Patrol, which I I know Border Patrol are federal government officers, but the the Border Patrol are professional law enforcement officers, and they work, the Border Patrol works very collaboratively uh, with state law enforcement. So the, the state has uh, two different entities on the border. We have the Border Patrol, and we have separate from that uh, more than more than a thousand Texas Department of Public Safety officers down there. And uh, the the Border Patrol officers themselves work extremely collaboratively and supportive uh, of uh, both the Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety. The, the, the Biden administration, separate from the Border Patrol, candidly, they have never ever even talked to us whether it be the president, the vice president, Mayorkas, or any of them. That's amazing. Uh, none of them even even talk to us. None of them offer any help or any assistance. They don't even offer any uh, any challenge to us, which is good because it means we are able to, to step up and do more than has ever been done uh, to uh, put up forces, put up barriers, uh, to try to do everything possible to prevent these people from coming in. But this is a complete dereliction of duty by the Biden administration, they are acting contrary to the constitutional command for them to secure the border. Uh, And I hope Congress holds this administration accountable. Governor Governor Abbott of Texas, appreciate appreciate it, it. Thanks so much for being with us and breaking down what's really happening at the border. We'll talk to you soon. Y'all take care. Man, I got to say, you know, we got we got Tennessee, uh, Tennessee Senator Blackbird, Governor Abbott of Texas, some of your red states, you guys get the you get the good ones. I gotta live here in Cuomo. Well, actually, not anymore. Hochul, AOC, De maybe Blasio layer with Hochul. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Hochul may be worse than Cuomo, which I don't even know how that how it is possible. But somehow that's what's happening. Clay, I some closing thoughts for you here on uh, where we're going this week with this budget showdown, and and also if we got some calls we can get to, we will. But it's really tough to have a good day. If your underwear doesn't feel good, let's be honest about this, folks. If you're overheating one second and freezing the next, it's not good. To be ready for anything, guys, you have to be wearing underwear that can handle any temperature. That's why it's time for Tommy John underwear. When you start off your day wearing Tommy John, you're going to be that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Tommy John's men's underwear has breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They've got fanatics, including me and Clay. No doubt. Uh, This is fabulous underwear. You'll find the same level of comfort with their innovative, luxurious loungewear. We love it. All backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. By the way, Men's and women's apparel, all sorts of fantastic product. You should go check out their website right now, TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. 20% off everything. That is TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. See site for detail. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Closing up shop for the day here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Don't worry, though. We will, of course, be back tomorrow and Monday through Friday, every day after that. Right now, Jen Psaki at the White House doing the usual dropping of the Psaki bombs, talking about how, oh, what are they going to do with the big spending bill? Look, they're going to push something through. It's going to be some degree of socialism, but they're going to say it's investments in the future. It's paid for. I mean, I think we can skip to the end of the uh, of the movie, in a sense, by saying they're going to pass trillions of dollars of spending. It's just a question of when and how many trillions. 
of dollars. But that's what that's what looks like is going to happen here. But right now they're trying to hash out the last minute of what they're going to do, the last minute strategy. I do not. Uh, you know, Clay, I, I actually walk past on a pretty regular basis the Colbert show where they tape it here in New York. Yeah, because right David in Letterman's old studio. And it, yeah, it's Dave Letterman's old studio. And I mean, there's a line. And look, I get it. I'm just I'm just happy that anybody wants to visit New York these days, given right. some of the stuff the city's going through. So, you know, I, I mean, the more the merrier in terms of the tourists. Actually, it's so good for the city. It's so important for the economy here. And look, I think New York's still a great place, despite all the challenges it has. Uh, but there are hundreds of people who, I mean, it'll be raining and they're waiting in line to go into the Colbert. You know, they'll be standing out there and they're kind of instructed by these uh, audience coordinator people a little bit. It's a little bit like children. They're like, OK, everybody, like when we do this, you clap. When we say this, you walk. But people love to go and see live shows. I get it. The problem is Stephen Colbert is not funny and hasn't been funny since he was basically pretending to be like Bill O'Reilly or some version of, you know, right-wing punditry years ago on The Daily Show, uh, not The Daily Show, on Comedy Central after the, what was it called? The Colbert, Colbert Report. Report. But he initially got his start on The, on the Daily, Daily Show, Show with John right. Stewart. But last night, I mean, we didn't really have it. We were going to play it for you. There was this moment where they had a whole, they're playing uh, the tequila, I don't know, what, what's that song actually called? Uh, I think we've got a 30-second cut. They had everybody dress oh. up like vaccines. Right? Yeah. They dressed up like vaccines and danced on the stage. Here's a 30 second sample of what it's kind of like. Tequila, right? That's... Except they're saying vaccines right. instead of tequila. Right. That's so, the whole point. They replaced tequila with vaccines. Who watched Like, Donald Trump broke late night television with the exception of the Greg Gutfeld show on Fox which News. Beating which Colbert. Now outrates all of them. Yep. Everybody followed Stephen Colbert into this woke anti-Trump universe. ABC with Kimmel, even Jimmy Fallon, who used to be totally not a uh, political kind of guy, angle yeah. guy, right? And as a result, there's almost no humor on these shows anymore. I, it's, would, it's, it's, it's I really would watch strange. if they were, if they were just being funny. And and even funny and how they made fun of the other side, meaning meaning you know our side. I would be willing to at least you know sometimes if if the jokes are really funny, I'd be like, all right, we're getting. They're not funny, man. I mean, the the Colbert thing is not fun. I, I see clips of it sometimes. You see what's going on with it, but to have everybody dancing to vaccines. It's just weird, man. Like people have, you know, the vaccine necklaces and the vaccine backup dancers and all this stuff. Super if we had weird. said a year ago that this is where the consensus Democrat culture was going, where people actually, you know, if you if you talk your to people governor, now, Buck, has a vaccine necklace. charm on yes. her necklace. Clay, people will not go on dates with people unless they know they are vaccinated now, as if, you know. That's the biggest concern you should have. Oh, what if you have COVID <laughs> in the one moment? You know, it's it's amazing to see how it's just infiltrated so many aspects of the culture. And, you you know, you wonder what what actually will it? I mean, we talk about going back to normal. What will it take for people to realize how weird all of this is? Well, what's so cr crazy is you mentioned that that was it 54th Street where this the Colbert studio is. Yeah, in, it's on uh, Broadway and like fifth between 53rd and 54th. So I, I know you, you did not love him, but I loved David Letterman back in the day. I would watch it. Letterman was, in my opinion, a rebellious individual who basically made fun of the concept of a talk show, right? You didn't like him. You liked Leno, but either way, 
they made equal opportunity jokes at the expense of any political figure, whether it's Rudy Giuliani, they were going for mass appeal. W. Bush. They they were going for anybody, whether you know whether you were a conservative truck driver from Nebraska or a left wing, you know, software engineer in uh, the Bay Area. They were making jokes that you could basically laugh at. I mean, you know, certainly I could speak to Leno. I can't speak to how you think Letterman is mean, better I than went, Leto. But. I loved Letterman, and I went and sat in his studio audience as a kid in college on a trip to New York City, and it was an incredible highlight for me to get to watch that show in person. I understand why people line up to watch it. I don't understand how late-night television, the Johnny Carsons, the Jay Leno's, the David Letterman's, whoever you enjoyed watching – has descended into this absurd universe where everybody has the same opinions. It isn't funny, and you've got people yeah. dressed up as dancing it's, vaccines. It's awkward, too, man. You see it, and that people kind of know. Like, they're being told to clap at you. Like, I want people to have fun. Like, I actually like when there are these parties and no one's masked, and we have to point out that, sure, there's a double standard, but at least people are out there enjoying themselves, which we need more of that, not less. But wouldn't it be so nice if, Clay, I mean, do what you can. Can you make some calls? If we could just depoliticize sports and late-night comedy, I feel like we'd have some of the some of the soul of the country back that the left has taken from us. So make some calls. Yeah, no doubt. And tomorrow, hopefully, we'll bring sanity one more time. I mean, again, I think every day, Buck, we try and fight the battle and win. We are the sane. They are the insane. And the only positive I have to say is feels like every single day our audience is growing. And maybe, just maybe, we can win some of these big battles. We'll update you on the budget and all that and more tomorrow. It'll be fun. Thanks for hanging out with us today. More good stuff coming tomorrow. Sanity, that's what we're after. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.